Hey everybody, welcome to Project Unlock. I'm Steve Dewitzis, and I've started this project to document the many different ways that we can level up in this crazy game that we call life. Today, I wanna to talk about dopamine because I came across this amazing quote that really blew me away. Uh, it was from Chris Williamson, and the quote goes, dopamine isn't the pursuit of happiness, it's the happiness of pursuit. So, surprise guys, we are talking about dopamine, everything related to dopamine, and just some of the nuances about it and how we can use it to, I guess, first of all, understand what it is, any misconceptions about dopamine, and how it works on the journey of you know going after what we actually are trying to achieve in our lives, and the different types of dopamine. So, a lot of these things wanted to unpack today. But first, I think it's helpful just to talk what dopamine actually is. So there's this article from Harvard Education, and I'm just going to read a couple of small excerpts from it. Dopamine is most notably involved in helping us feel pleasure as part of the brain's reward system. Sex, shopping, smelling cookies, baking in the oven, all of these things can trigger dopamine release or a dopamine rush. This feel-good neurotransmitter is also involved in reinforcement. That's why once we try one of these cookies, we might come back for another one or two or three. The darker side of dopamine is the intense feeling of reward people feel when they take drugs such as heroin or cocaine, which can lead them to addiction. So there's obviously a good side and a bad side to dopamine, as there is with everything. But I think there's also um, something to be considered, too, about dopamine that there's different types of dopamine and you know in that article obviously it's it's a different type of dopamine when you are eating a cookie or taking drugs and the thing that is consistent though is taking the action gives you that hit but that hit can be you know it's it's a different type of hit there can be cheaper hits of dopamine and by that i mean scrolling mindlessly through your phone like we've all done it on Instagram, on TikTok, just literally going down that rabbit hole, just scrolling up and scrolling and scrolling until the next thing because the algorithm finds what we are enjoying on TikTok and then it keeps us keeps on giving more of it to us. And TikTok's goal is to keep you on the app, like all social media, as long as possible. So it gives you what you want to see and you keep on getting getting more and getting more. And it's, it's a cheap form of dopamine versus doing something that actually uh, is more of an expensive version of dopamine. Something like going for a run, doing a hard workout at the gym. Those types of things in and of themselves, when you're doing them, they're not comfortable. They're not pleasurable. Like when you are in the middle of going hard on a set to failure... That's not the most pleasurable feeling when your like muscles are on fire and you just want to like give up. But once you bang out that last one, that feeling when you hit that PR, oh, it's such a great feeling. And it's such a more valuable feeling because you actually accomplish something. So the brain, it feels good, but you also did something that propels you forward versus just watching 200 TikTok videos. And it's, it's again like going back to kind of like the different types of dopamine, like the cheap, the cheap types of dopamine, right? I think if we really understand that the different ways of getting dopamine, it can kind of help us 
strategize, uh, to put a plan in place to actually use dopamine to get us towards our goals. Because we know we can easily come by dopamine. We can watch a Netflix show. Let's say it's like a, you know a, a, an eight series show and first episodes is really good. So you just throw on the next one. Before you know it, you're six episodes deep. You keep on getting hits of dopamine as each episode finishes because then you want to watch another episode. But once you get to that last eight episode, the dopamine goes away because there's nothing else to give you that hit. You're done. So you've gone the dopamine rush, but you didn't get any results. Instead, if you did something like going to the gym or working on your side hustle or studying something, when you're actually doing all of those things you don't get the dopamine necessarily when it's when you're right in the middle of doing the hard part, right? So again, going back to that workout example, you don't get it when you're mid-set and in absolute agony banging out that last rep, but you do get it at the end of the workout. So most workouts that I finish throughout the whole workout, I'm like, oh man, I don't feel like doing this, but I know I've got to do this because I know once I do this, I will feel good. So it's understanding that if you can figure out activities that will give you dopamine, but also a result. So doing something that is hard, so at the end of that, whatever that thing is, you get the dopamine hit, but you also get a tangible result. And if you can do that, so it's actually aligned to your goals, so if it's, I want to start a business and I'm in sales, it's like, I might not enjoy making those sales calls, but at the end of the day, when I made a hundred sales calls, I feel good because one, it's towards my goal, two, I got better. And at the end of the day, when you've done a full day's work, you feel way better. We've all had those days where we've done nothing and we're like, oh, this is going to be an amazing day. I'm just going to sit around and chill and, you know, just do my own thing. Every time I've done that, I feel pretty, pretty lousy at the end of the day. I feel like I didn't accomplish anything. And even though it was like a rest day, I even feel like tired those days for some reason. Like I didn't do anything, but I still feel tired versus when I do something that's productive throughout the day, I get that dopamine rush because I did things, I accomplished things. At the end of the day, I get the hit of dopamine and I actually accomplished things. So if you can accomplish things that are getting you towards your goals, that's gonna be super helpful. But in order to do hard things, we need to build up the muscle that allows us to do hard things. And that muscle actually has a name. So in your brain, there's something that's called the anterior Cingulate Cortex. There's a great episode of the Andrew Huberman podcast with David Goggins as the guest. And Andrew Huberman talks about how this anterior cingulate cortex is only triggered when we do things that are hard and we do not enjoy. So let's say I start running. And at the beginning, I hate running five kilometers but I keep on doing it and eventually I start enjoying it. Like it's actually a highlight. I'm like, okay, it's hard, but I feel good when I do it. 
in the early stages when my brain is feeling the discomfort and I don't enjoy doing it, like there's no pleasure whatsoever, that's when I'm strengthening my anterior cingulate cortex. It's building the muscle. It's like I'm doing the reps in the gym for my brain. But once I get to the point where I'm actually enjoying it, I no longer strengthen it. So if someone is looking at things that you're doing in your life that are very hard for you know most people, but it's not hard for you, you are not growing that muscle that will strengthen your ability to do hard things. The only way to grow that muscle is to actually do things that you do not enjoy. So there's some things I feel like doing, like doing cold plunges, you just will always never enjoy. Like I don't think I've really heard of too many people who have done cold plunges and you know they actually enjoy doing that in the middle of winter. Like that's I think just one thing, if you keep on doing it over and over, you're probably not going to enjoy. I mean, I could be wrong. There could be some people that do enjoy it. But as long as you don't enjoy it, but you keep on doing it anyways, you're building that muscle to do more hard things. And why am I harping on this? It's because in order to kind of bring this all back to the dopamine, right? If we want to do things that are actually going to help us get closer to our goals, also give us dopamine, also give us a result, it means that we have to do things that are hard, things that we might not want to do, because that's going to give us the air quotes expensive type of dope versus the cheap stuff like scrolling through your phone or watching Netflix. So by building up the muscle that allows us to do hard things, we can do these hard things that get us closer to our goals and we get dopamine um, as a result of doing those things. So at the end of the day, the dopamine that we get, it's it's always like in service of working towards something. It's always like, what's the next thing? There's this quote from Tom Brady, who has won the most Super Bowls in NFL history, seven Super Bowls. Um, a reporter had asked him after winning one of his Super Bowls what his favorite ring was. And he said, the next one. So even in that scenario, he achieved what what he wanted to achieve. He won the championship. He won the Super Bowl. But that wasn't enough. He wanted to do the next one, which brings it back to the quote at the beginning. Dopamine isn't the pursuit of happiness. It's the happiness of pursuit. So Tom Brady going all in on trying to win a Super Bowl, that gave him happiness. Not winning the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl. He wasn't happy. He wanted to win another Super Bowl. So we need to realize whatever thing we're going after, the happiness is going after the thing. Sure, the thing will give us like momentary happiness, but it's going to go away. Then we're going to be like, oh, what's the next thing? Where, where am I going to get my next hit? Just like Tom Brady. It's like, I did this. Now what? I want another Super Bowl. So anything that we think will make us happy that way, like it's, it's the pursuit that makes us happy. So in order to, I guess, really set us up for success, it's building a, a goal that's big enough that will keep you going after it and giving you those micro doses of dopamine along the way because like you're growing with each step, but like you're still going after that thing. 
I think is something to really consider because a lot of us, you know, we think when you get that perfect job, you find the perfect girl, you find, you build those six pack abs, like those things are going to make you happy. Um, they're, they're not though. So I think it's really understanding that getting the thing won't make you happy. But I think it's understanding going after a goal that will constantly provide growth will be the thing that actually gives you the most happiness because you're you're always going after a thing and that going after is actually where you get the dopamine not you know achieving the goal because you have so many so many famous people who've achieved massive amounts of success and they achieve what they they wanted to and then they feel depressed which just shows that just because you achieve something doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be happy and alex hermosi has this quote You've already achieved goals you said would make you happy. So there it is, right? Whatever you achieve, it's not necessarily going to make you happy in and of itself. There's a lot to be said about the going after. That's where you get the the dopamine. That's where you get the happiness. Um, it's all it's all about the journey. But at the same time, it's still important to have a worthwhile goal that you're going after. Like you want to be going in the right direction of whatever you're going after. So. Some thoughts about dopamine. This one is a really interesting uh, way of thinking about it for me. So definitely something I'll be keeping uh, keeping an eye out uh, as I set goals for myself and you know get those those hits of more expensive dopamine versus the cheap stuff. So we will see you guys next time.